0: You are listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Alhamdulillah, summa, alhamdulillah uh, It's a program uh, that is uh, resonating so positively with uh, the Ummah of uh, Nabi Muhammad uh, Sallallahu Alaihi resonating powerfully on the platforms of uh, uh, radio. Yeah, our radio, Marcus Sahaba, the voice of the Ahad Sunnah Wal Jamaa, and uh, Alhamdulillah, Pertinent, punctuated, a uh, program designed especially. For you, 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 and you joining us, he's a world renowned Aleem Sheikh Maida. Also, he's on many platforms, he's a motivational speaker, and he's an astute businessman. Sheikh Maida, assalamu alaikum, wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And how are you doing this fine, beautiful evening, Ya Sheikh? Wa alaikum as salam wa
1: rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to my dear brother Shafat Ahmed Khan and all the Listeners of Markaz al-Sahaba this evening, the voice of of al-Sunnah wal al I'm saying what a beautiful evening, Alhamdulillah, Allah is still taking care of us, we're now into the rainy season, as you can see, uh, wherever you drive, wherever you go, is green all over, and Alhamdulillah, let's make dua that this rain that's coming now should be the rain that benefits us, and not the one that destroys us, you know, you remember rain uh, or water is life and also Allah to I used the same water to destroy the nations when they went wrong remember in the time of nuh ali salat Wasalam, where the water covered the whole surface of earth and everybody that disbelieved got perished and those that believed they remained which makes us uh, the generation of nuh ali salat salam shaf
0: now absolutely uh, sheikh shur maida and you know when we read uh, surah fathia and uh, the, uh, beautiful thing that it starts off with alhamdulillah ragbil alameen praise be to allah lords of the world you know uh, our creator our sustainer or narisha and he's the only one that praise is due to but our topic you know uh this uh, evening is uh we talk about uh, these individuals they flatter individuals they throw them up and they use superlatives uh, that you know that should be only used uh, to uh, uh, to, to to glorify the creator but they go and uh, try and flatter people and you know it was wisely said beware of the flatterer he feeds with a bent spoon your thoughts that's uh, actually no,
1: no definitely chef we have to be uh careful of uh, flatterers i mean they all over the show <laughs> when they talk they talk a fork time sometimes and uh, sometimes they talk of things that are not there, but make it look like it is what is there. So we have to be very careful. And this is the time, Mashaf, uh, it causes us to go back and actually be punctual when it comes to understanding our deen. You know, that is the Quran and the Sunnah, because the more you have the Quran and the Sunnah in you, the moment somebody starts talking, actually you be guided correctly. You know, you can pick up where uh, there's falsehood, you can pick up where there's some sense. Some and you can pick up where it's just vague, it's just a talk, or just a blowing hot air, we, we call it, we, we can say it that way. So this is the time we need to make sure we have that. You must remember, Shaf, we always speak about this in our shows, that Allah has made it compulsory for us to seek the knowledge indeed, be it a male or a female Muslim. And this is for, that's so good reason, that if we have that knowledge, then definitely nobody will mislead us or will not be misled. They can come with a lot of issues and a lot of good stuff in front of you. But the moment you have your dean correctly, you'll be able to pick up where you can go and where you cannot go. You cannot go shaft and you'll be able to pick up what you can do and what you can do. You cannot do what you can say and what
0: you cannot say and how you can say it uh, good point indeed, and uh, you know, anecdotes just flowing into my head, uh, whilst you talk she- uh, Sheikh Shui maida Maidah, that's a type of impact you have, uh, you know, when I'm with you, uh, the deceiver's tongue is sweet, the deceiver's tongue is sweet, but his heart, bitter. Uh, Sheikh Shui Maida. you know in the tapestry of life, we meet many people and uh, we hope and pray we are not uh, those uh, that uh, go around flattering people, and uh, you know, uh, there's another anecdote that comes with uh, flattery is a food of food that, you know, some people, give if they get flattered, then they are in trouble also. And the flatterer and the flattering and all that is a, is not something that uh, should be a habit in the house of Islam. But, uh, you know, looking at all these different scenarios, the flatterer and those are that being flattering. But when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives you hikmah and as you get close to the Quran and you get close to the Sunnah of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi sallam, and uh, you have divine decree protecting you, uh, you tend to pick up uh, all these scenarios around you, and sometimes uh, you get to know, you know, there's a flatterer there. What do you do? How do you, uh, you know, uh, respond to things like that, Shakti Maida? Surely, you know, you being on uh, uh, quite a high living uh, uh, level of uh, in the playing fields, how do you respond to all this, uh, Shakti Maida? Perhaps uh, we, you've been through all these uh, scenarios. Uh, talk to us. You
1: know, Shaf, there you go back to the Quran, as you said, you know, remember when Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam did mention before he could actually make parda to this dunya, he did say, I'm leaving two things, that if you hold fast to them, you never go astray. That is the Kitabullah and my sunnah. You know, that is actually uh, the first uh, aspect of us to have, and then uh, once you understood that. Then he become among the servants of Allah Ta'ala, where he mentioned them in the Quran, you know, the servants of Allah Ta'ala, those are the people that move or that walk on earth with humility. And when uh, the juhal talks to them, or those flatterers come to them and talk to them on things that does not make sense, qaru salama, they do not go and start fighting, or okay, raising the voice, or showing the person that you are fool, or whatever, but Karu salama, you know, with a lot of wisdom and hikmah, they leave and depart and just say you no, know, Peace be upon you. Let me go. I've got certain things that I need to do very urgently. Next time when I meet you, we can continue this uh, uh, talking or we can have a good chat on this talking. But in the meantime, may peace be upon you. I have to leave and move forward. So this is part of the Sunnah that the Quran shaft teaches. And sometimes we forget on that. If you hear somebody talking things that are not making sense, we stand up our ground, fold our sleeves. We want to fight to the bitter end of it. And uh, yet the answer is not fighting. The answer is just to answer a few words that has uh, has wisdom, uh, that has the person thinking. They say, no, we heard what you're saying, but let's look into it uh, on Sharia aspect of, of it. And then, yeah, we can have a good chat at one time about it. Once we think about it and we also think about it and do a little bit of research, then, inshallah, we come with one good, uh, solid conversation that we can have that brings a lot of peace to yourself and to myself. So, so that's how actually you handle situation. You meet up uh, people in different areas, and I'm sure also you have met people that we just want to come and uh, not to talk or not to, le- not to listen to your reasoning, but they come wherever they're coming from, the sleeves are folded already. I'm going to go tackle shaft today. I'll speak about this. If he answers like this, he's had it for me. He's going to have it for me. I mean, that's not how we should be. Mm-hmm. So if you find people like that, just say salam and move away from them. Do not give them the time of the day whereby they would like you to start actually talking back to them about chatting them. Because at the end of the day, you must remember, it's, it's going to be your name that they'll bring forward. You know, him. He, he said ABC and yet he didn't say it. And you must remember, they talk with a, a folk tongue and uh, they will go there and uh, tennis you and yet it wasn't you who did anything wrong. But these things do happen in life and these are the part of taste that we should be getting as Muslims. And remember, if you're not testing none of these things, then you can never be a strong Muslim.
0: Now, Sheikh that you made me laugh there. You know? I chuckled because uh, I started thinking and you know, people, I, I'm going to say this openly, Mufti A.K. Hussein Damad Barakatum. You know, I, I, I am, I really, I really love this, this Ali and one of the reasons being when I started uh, my broadcast with the, uh, you know, on international radio, and uh, my resident Mufti happened to be Mufti A.K. Hussein. But Sheikh Shoaib Maida, you know, I did a program known as Comparative Religion. That was my first show that I started off with, and that oh Allah, Allah, Allah. And the amount of uh, people that uh, you know were sending messages. Oh, why did Shafat say this and Shafat said this and like Mufti A.K. Hussein's uh, a Q and A every Monday. Like every Monday night, I like dreaded it because my name had to be there. And then suddenly, Mufti A.K. Hussein said, "Leave him alone. Let him, you know, let him prosper. Let him do what he does. If he does anything wrong, I'll tackle him and I'll answer. I'll, I'll, you know, we'll put the issue right." And Nur Allah Noor. You know, with his backing and his uh, guidance, uh, uh, I mean, where I am today, be is I'm, I'm very grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but I have to acknowledge that it wasn't easy. You know, you're being on international radio and you get people that will, they take out the notebooks and they're waiting for you. Everything you do, they're writing this down and that down and that down. And, uh, you know, I would have been bowled out the first ball, uh, Sheikh Maida, but I think Allah had it in this, in the divine decree and uh, with a protector like Mufti A.K. Hussain that uh, Alhamdulillah then you know great men like Ibrahim Genghis embraced me, we celebrated each other and I say this in humility uh, winning four awards on world space uh, which was uh, I mean with 1000 radio stations and this and that I'm very grateful to Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala for that and uh, to all those detractors maybe I should tell them them, thank you very much big Jazakallah khair if it wasn't for you uh, for your uh, constantly going for me, I wouldn't be here today. (laughs) Your thoughts, Ashek Shui Maida?
1: No, no, Shaf, you're correct. You know, as I mean, uh, as you just said, you know, about moved AK, you know, which means, you know, he was actually uh, a mentor as well, understanding what you're doing. And I mean, this is what we need. I mean, as you said, there's a lot of people that are sitting down there everything that you say, they try to scrutinize it. They will write down questions about it. Why did he say this? How did he say that? And after will one stop there, they'll start calling this person and that person and talking about what you said. You know, what do you think of this man? Uh, he said, A, B, C, D, F, G. This is not right. He said, A, B, C, D, F, G. And, uh, I mean, and uh, you find people like, uh, you know, Mufti, Mufti AK, who listen to all this and uh, just trash it and say, nah, this is not making sense. He's just coming to cause some kind of fitness and uh, fitness is not allowed in the house of Islam. So yeah, you get things like that, Chef, and this is what makes life sweet. Because if you don't have things like this in life, this life will be dead completed, There won't be anything to look forward to. But the moment you get detractors in your life, it makes you prosper. Because at the end of the day, every criticism that comes in, it comes in with good answers as well for you. You know, it teaches you. You learn, you, you get good lessons from that. Although sometimes you get criticisms that are not actually, that doesn't add up at all. You know, people criticize you for some little things that they understood what it is, but just because they want to ridicule you, they'll be- Doing something funny you know not as to what you're saying but they understood exactly what the message was about so this we should be finding them in life as you go along as you grow up i mean you find uh you find assholes like this whereby you you should be putting yourself finding yourself in a position where people just want to corner you and people like to ask you things that are not there just to taste your brains and these are the times you come back to say you know what i got no answers for you but is got answers or you say yeah allah Please allow me to speak through you. You know, when you come to meet those people, allow me to speak through you. Then that way, if you say to Allah, allow me to speak through you, Allah will give you the best of wisdom in answering anything that comes forward. It will be answered based on what the Sharia says and based on the true sunnah of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi And yes, it is life sharp. We have to embrace it. And part of it is to have issues of this sort so that we grow up in life and we learn to be strong, inshallah.
0: No, absolutely, uh, the issues uh, that we are discussing uh, happens to different individuals in their lifetime, and maybe it happens to all of the people. And uh, you, you know I mean, uh, you get individuals that will say, oh, right, uh, you know, someone may take uh, uh, your name and go to another individual, Says, you know, uh, yes, uh, oh, where are you from? Hey, I'm from, here. Yeah, I'm from that town. Who you know in that town? Oh, that so-and-so, I know. Sher- oh, who's Sheikh Sheikh You know, they ask, oh, who's this, uh, Shafat? You know. Oh, we don't know him. He's uh, you know, got no credibility and he's got this and that. People talk like that. And, you know, the world is a small village. Maida. The point I'm making here is be careful what you say, because it's such a small village. That words that you said, they will go back to that individual. And imagine instead of creating uh, unity and harmony, we're constantly burning bridges, breaking bridges by our you know, uncouth words uh, that we're using and uh, uh, perhaps having a delusional uh, thing about us that, you know, I'm the ultimate. It's my way or the highway. Uh, your thoughts, uh, Sheikh Shui Maida?
1: No, chef, we have quite a lot of people that are doing this, in mostly in our umma as Well, it's just too sad that, uh, you know, we are supposed to be the best, you know, Allah Ta'ala said to us, khaira umma. you are the best of Ummah that I've created as a good example for mankind with one good reason, bil and il munkar, that we enjoy in what is good and forbid what is wrong. What minuna We have faith in Allah Ta'ala. So which means everything that we do, we need to come forward and correct one another. A din on nasiha, this dean is already full of advices for the pleasure of Allah and for the sake of Nabi Muhammad, but unfortunately we keep um, sharp knives behind each other's uh, back at all the times, you know, just ready to stab the next ne- next Muslim, not ready to defend the next Muslim, this is what, what, it, what becomes so sad. You know, if we could move back, if you look at the times today, Shaf, just to give an example, if we do not disease from this kind of behavior, then uh, sharp, actually, we, we actually we we, we, we doomed. I mean, we're doomed, we're going to be irrelevant at any time, but we need to move back. The world has changed completely. I'll give an example, Shaf, if we keep on this instead of uh, building our societies together just like how we had them thirty, forty 40 years back, Shaf, give it the next 10 minutes, we'll have Muslims without Islam, and that is the reality, because simply... We're always keeping away from the right things and we're doing wrong things at all the times. And our children are even far lost in this uh, time, in in this, in in this uh, generation in time where the technology has taken over. And our children have not been educated enough from the houses face to say, what is it that you can uh, see in your, uh, on your phone? If you want to go on the internet, what are the sites that you can go and see? And what are the sites you should Forbid yourself from going, looking into it because there is a lot of evil stuff that is there. Much, uh, much, mu- much that you cannot get any bit benefit from there. If you get a benefit, maybe it could be two percent of it. We don't have time for that. And now our children today, chef, are being raised by these gadgets and these gadgets are misleading. So if we don't stop, if we do not disease from these flattering ways of doing things and, you know, always looking to be the best when it comes to putting other people down instead of putting our homes in order. And then we actually, we, we, we felt we, we, we all wanted to disappear as a, as a religion. We will not have a religion at all. But we still got the deen is perfected by Allah Ta'ala, We are going to fall away from the deen of Allah Uttara. So it's time, Shaft, that we need to start propagating that kind of information that people, let's get back to our basics. Way we, we knew that our, our community is catered for our children. Our children belong to the societies. So we teach the children what is right. Not we be starting the first one to be teaching the children what is wrong and putting boundaries in our houses. You are only my children. That one is my brother, but I don't like him. He's not my brother anymore. We had A, B, C, D, F, G. Instead of bringing back together, he's my brother. Whatever issues we had, it's human nature that you must have uh, some kind of issues. Where there's two, three people, there must be some kind of squabbles. That's where these two, three people grow and, re- and learn each other's strength and each other's weaknesses. So, we, where we can collect, and once we collect from there, we become a strong uh, nation and a strong community. So, this is what we should be doing. Instead of uh, Putting fire in the house instead of stopping our children meeting the cousins and uh, the, the family because we feel no, they're not good people, then it becomes a problem, Shaf.
0: Yes, Shaykh uh, Shah, my Jazakallah khair for that. And, uh, you know, beautiful indeed is the Quran, where, you know, you have a whole chapter on the hypocrites of the Munafikin, And, you know, we should be aware of people who pretend to have faith and, you know, they're so sweet in front of you and they'll. Coat, uh you know, different walkers, and they make different stories. But suddenly, and, you know, they are the ones that will sow seeds of discord. You know, the punishment of uh, perhaps using a uh, a very pious facade, but sowing uh, seeds of discord, uh, Sheikh Shui Maida, and, you know, the hypocrites uh, are being exposed uh, by the noble Qur'an. Your thoughts? You know, Sheikh, this is like a very deadly,
1: actually, here. Uh, kind of situation you can live in. You know, talk about hypocrites. When it comes even to punishment, Shaf, the non Muslims or the non believers actually stand a better chance in punishment than the hypocrites. You know, Allah has mentioned, you know, the lowest bottom, that is the hottest part of fire is where they. Uh, hypocrites are going to be. And who's a hypocrite, Shaf, is the person that knows, you know, what is right and what is wrong. You know, it comes sometimes, laziness can be actually an accomplice to hypocrisy. You know, you remember, we are, as Muslims, we know, it's five times daily Salah we have to perform every day. And we always say, ash ira Rasulullah. But when it comes to Salah time, Shaf, we don't show. You know, we disappear. We're not there to perform salah. We go sometimes on a protest, let's say, to give an example for Palestine. Alhamdulillah, groups and groups we go in on the street. You know, screaming and shouting. come salah time, a few selected will go read salah, and the rest are still. And now the question is, on what course are you fighting if you cannot talk? Uh, to allow Ta'ala to guide you and to assist in whatever is happening. So whose course are you fighting for if you cannot stand up for what is the right shaft? So this actually is totally dangerous. And as you said, you know, we have plenty of uh, them. May Allah save all of us from hypocrisy. Because the certain things that we do. We don't realize actually pushes us to that point. You know, you know what Allah says. Allah says this is Haram and this is haram, this is wrong. And we still go and indulge, you know, that that is totally uh, a sad reality that we see it in today. So let's avoid being in that position, because if we are struck out of this life, we are we in, the, in that state of actually being like hypocrites, whereby we're doing things that we know we shouldn't be doing, but yet we're doing it out of ignorance or arrogance, then it becomes a problem, Shav. Yes,
0: i my sure. Let's, uh, you know, look onto us. other aspects is, you know, we should as individuals are in this uh, dunya and on this planet Earth, you know, our iman, our strong iman turns to light in the next world. We should be, you know, focusing on that, uh, shining that iman, inculcating good and uh, pleasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And uh, there are others who get up on uh, judgment day and they have no light at all. And these are those uh, that are uh, uh, sowing seeds of discord. Uh, these were those that didn't focus on uh, the message of our uh, Wa'atiul Rasul, and uh, these, uh, in most cases, uh, those hypocrites that we talk about, that on the day of, uh, uh, you know, reckoning, and on the day, the, the day of Kiyamah, they are deprived of that lu Allah nur, light upon light. Uh, your thoughts, Sheikh Shui, by the. No, no, definitely, Shaf. I mean, as you said, uh, we do have people
1: that are actually working tirelessly to try and actually uh, divide this ummah, you know, disseminate it in any way possible. And uh, they do that in a style where they use using the Quran and using the Sunnah as well, where they you know if they quote like this, quote like that, people listen to them and they follow what they say. And I mean, this has been from long time has been issues of this sort where people did not want Islam, but they love Muslims. That's, you know, people do not want Islam, but they love Muslims. You find everywhere Sharia kind of banking and the rest of that. And yet, I mean, uh, it's only a minority. You're catering for them. Why are you catering for them an option? That, you know, they're so little in number, simply because they know if we give them this, we're going to benefit from them, mug them of their money, of their wealth. We do it that way. So everywhere you find that, Shab, which only thing, as I said, you know, once we have Allah Uta'ana, and wasallam uh, on our side, then actually we're sitting on the best side at all the times, you know. I remember, Allah has mentioned the Jews and the Nasara, they will never be happy for you until you fall into their trap. And once you fall into their trap, they look at you like a good friend. You're a brother, you a good brother, you a friend. But later on, once they finish you and you're in trouble, then you left to actually suffer yourself. You know, give one of good examples look at uh, Gaddafi Shaf. Yes, he was a human being. We can't, we can't say that he was 100% right. He did things that are despicable. But look at what he did for his nation. People were not paying for lies. People were not paying for telephone. People were, paying for, were not paying for a lot of services. Graduates were being paid uh, even for not working, you know, the amount they could be paid when they're working. Late, today he was a bad man and they ganged up, you know, they joined the enemy. And ganged up, actually, to Gaddafi, today, there's no all those services found around. You know, look at uh, another uh, section, look at Iraq, Shaf. you know, we cannot say Saddam was 100% correct. He did something that are not right. But the way he governed his nation, there was peace. People lived in goodness. After they ganged up and took him out, today, there's no peace. Up to now. So these are the uh, lessons we should be learning in life. To say, you know what, they will never be happy for us. They'll come with folk tongue to say, no, they are the best, uh, and me, they want to teach you the base of human rights and the rest of that, you know, there's no human rights where you're forced, actually, to embrace things that are wrong. You know, uh, homosexuality, to give an example, shaf is Aram, and we cannot condone it, you know, so we cannot be jumping and supporting to say, no, because that's human, rights. that's not human rights. Those are satan- satanic rights, because we know, as we always speak, Shafi, if uh, Adam was married to Ibrahim, what was going to happen? So definitely these are satanic rights of which we cannot condone, whether we like it or not. So certain things we can deal with them, but in most aspects, if you see things that are wrong, we don't get involved in those things, Shaf.
0: Yeah, and uh, so, you know, Allah created uh, Adam and Eve, and he didn't create Steve and Steve. This is what people say, and you know uh, how it is going today, uh, confusing, confusing uh, uh, the poor kids, and uh, that's a sad thing, alone. and it's very important on... Uh, uh, those uh, as parents, be as uh, you know, even the uh, leaders and the um, those that are given the amana of uh, taking care of uh, the deen to motivate children and to make sure that this uh, shaitanya ideology that is presently on full steam ahead is uh, kept away from our youngsters, also. Well, the uh, shakeshoi, my you know, we should harvest well in this dunya because soon we all will be making parda, and when we make parda and as soon as our ru is taken away it's too late you can't uh, add uh, to your portfolio for the akhirah and uh, you know when you're losing your iman people when they lose the iman youngsters that they lose the iman and uh, you know when you look at the loss of the iman it does not happen overnight necessarily by the it is a process it is a slow process process uh, you know uh, the, uh, the individual has to put themselves in a very compromising position and then they uh, go to haram environments and, you know, they they, they said, no, 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 you know what? Only now I'll come right in Ramadan with this procrastination. And then uh, what happens when they start procrastinating? And they keep on going there and it leads to a dead end. And uh, then, you know what? Everything is lost. The transformation that they uh, hope to get doesn't even come through for promises that they made uh, with themselves. You know, I'll come right in Ramadan. Oh, don't worry. You know, I'll, I'll get out of this. And that a uh, bad environment is full of uh, godless uh, people. And, you know, they make uh, this individual that gets caught there, they make him question his uh, uh, deen, they make him question the Nabi, they make them question the Quran. And eventually this guy is left in the whole world, or he or she is left in the world of questioning, questioning, and losing valuable seconds and losing valuable time in the which they could inculcate the barakah and the blessings of the Akhirah the paraka and the blessing that would have uh, navigated them well in this dunya, they lose it. They lose it. And what they do? They lose the afterlife. And the afterlife, even now, as they in the dunya, means nothing to them. Nothing. And nothing fulfills them. Like, you know, they will not bother, they'll worry about, oh, the money that I'll make, the cars that I'll do, the food that I'm going to eat. All that becomes the ilah and uh, the light. They lose the nur. They lose the, they lose their light. They lose the light of the heavens and the earth. And that is, they lose Allah. And they also lose Quran, which is also another light that brightens us spiritually. And uh, right now, we need to worry about this, uh, Sheikh Shari Maida. Right now, we ourselves, we as individuals, we need to strengthen ourselves. And uh, perhaps uh, Sheikh Shari Maida, your comments and your parting words this evening.
1: You know, Shaf, you just actually summed up everything as I wanted to speak about it as well. So, may Allah, bless us, oh, Inshallah, as you said, it's time we need to look into ourselves, in, into our lifestyle, how we we do our things. And firstly, let's actually see if what we're doing is right before we do it. That is a wise decision to make. Allah has set forward the uh, guidelines for us to live in this dunya. And Allah, uh, want to be Explained it fully and in details. So let's follow that guidance so that inshallah we may be guided. And once again, Shaf, uh, I actually uh, make dua for you that inshallah, Allah bless you and your family for all the uh, good work that you're doing, inshallah. And once again, don't forget, I want to be next to you in Jannah, inshallah, when we're sitting next to Anabis, inshallah. Inshallah,
0: Shaf, Shaf, Maida, Amin, to a very pious and a very sincere dua. And it's a reciprocal, yeah, if you see me that and you better fish me out and put 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 me next to you. Allah bless you as usual, you really add value and you're a wonderful company and someone that I treasure as my younger brother Sheikh Shui Maida. You have a beautiful, lovely evening ahead, du'as, as I said, a reciprocal and we'll talk to you soon. as alaikum alaykum wa-rahmatullahi wa-barakatu. wa alaykum assalam wa Yes, sir, people, time for us to go for our break. When we get back, inshallah, Molana Salim Karim should be joining us on Marriage and Miscarriage.